Welcome to Maple City Pipecast, the journey of a novice through the world of pipe smoking. It's Monday night, March 18th. That means it's time for Monday Night Smoke. That's right, here on Maple City Pipe Channel, every Monday night at 8 p.m. We get together, we have a smoke, and we talk about things. Could be about board games, could it be about the Year 10 project, and in this case, it could be the continuation of the Pipe Smokers Laws from the Ozark Pipe Smokers of Rogers, Arkansas, and the members of the Pipe Chat. Okay, first off, let's talk about what we're smoking tonight. Tonight I'm going to be smoking my home blend, a beautiful mixture of uh, Virginia, Perique, Orientals, and some Burley in there too. It's uh, something I, I concocted a couple months back, and I will be smoking that in the S-Pipe from Butchokin, and I'm probably butchering that name. I'm sure I do it every time. You'd think somebody who is part French would be able to better pronounce a French name, but I am no good at it. I can think French. I can read it. I can barely speak it. Much to the astonishment and amazement of not only my family, but my French teachers back in high school. So there you have it. All right. So let's just get right on into talking about those pipe smokers laws. Okay, here we go. Law number 11. Any pipe or cigar smoker living within 50 miles of a locally owned tobacconist specializing in his or her tobacco of choice must patronize the business at least four times per year within 10 miles it shall be monthly at a minimum now i am all for supporting local we've got a local shop here that's kind of a you know all sorts tobacco pipes cigars that kind of a thing um and it's always great to support local there's only one addendum to this that i would make here and you have to take into consideration borders using the 50 mile radius for the four-time yearly patronage from where i sit in my city there are probably a few shops across the border in the united states that i could go visit that were then that are within that 50 mile radius but you got to take into consideration borders and whatnot i need either an enhanced driver's license or a passport to cross the border so you know things are difficult to say the least in that regard but you definitely need to patron uh, something like that that is close to you definitely and on the 10 mile monthly that should be caveated with only if you have the funds to go buy something at the local pipe shop because if you don't have money you really shouldn't be going and spending it on tobacco a new pipe tampers anything like that if you don't have the money you don't have the money you shouldn't be spending money you don't have on anything including your hobbies on to law number 12 any smoker insisting that others use any high-end product be it a pipe or cigar or tobacco accessory etc should supply it anyone want not willing to buy his friends a dunhill needs to keep quiet about them agreed nothing is worse than the person enjoying what they love just to have somebody insist that the higher-end product is better nine times out of ten you can get just as much enjoyment out of you know one of your basket pipes or you know uh, a ten dollar corn cob from missouri meerschaum or anything like that you pair the tobacco you want with the smoke you want and don't you worry about the high end you smoke what you can afford but i do agree if you're going to go on to me about how good dunhill is and you know that i should get a dunhill and i don't have the money for it and you want me to be using a dunhill you buy me the Dunhill and you gift it to me. That is an agreement and a half for me on that particular law. Number 13. When it comes to tobacco-fueled social gatherings, 
if it is not a lie, it's not worth telling. So here I equate the, equated this when I first read it to, you know, the fish story. You know, it starts out, it was like a two-inch fish, and then by the time you're done, it's the span of your arms. I personally don't feel that lies are necessary in this case, at any gathering even. If it's, if it's worth telling, it better be true. Because, you know what, if people go and check out your stories, they're going to find out that you are not what you, what you say you are. So tell them the truth. Why do you need to lie? 14. You can make fun of someone who's sending you free tobacco, but you shouldn't if you want that to continue. Nothing more needs to be said about this law. It's perfect the way it is. And finally, number 15. Among the group, the person who smokes a pipe, wears glasses, and has a beard is, by default, the smartest and most reliable person in the room. If more than one person fits this description, seniority will be determined by the highest percentage of naturally bald scalp. Okay, there is an addendum here. And it's more of an addition. It's not to correct anything that is said in that section of the pipe smokers laws is to add to it because there needs to be some clarification on that in a case where both smokers meeting the descriptor do not have any naturally balding scalp a seniority goes to the person with the grayest hair should this also be a tie then the deciding factor will be provable age for example who owns the oldest pipe as that person obviously has been smoking the longest no matter the chronological age there you have it that's how i would decide that if you get, you know, ties, there you go. You don't have people in the room that are bald, go by the amount of gray hair. If that's a tie, then provable age is a smoker. The person with the pipe that had the longest, the oldest pipe in the room, that's the person who is technically the oldest. It doesn't matter if, like me, you're 40, and the person who is in the room that is, say, 60, well, maybe older than you, if they are not smoking a pipe that befits the age for example, if I own a pipe that I have had for a decade and they only just started smoking the pipe last week, if you're talking specifically pipe smoking, they are not the oldest and wisest in the room. General life, absolutely, you defer to them. But if you're just talking your pipe smoking to get-togethers and other pipe smokers, that's how you determine it, in my opinion. And I must say that all these are just my opinions, except for the, the laws. They were made by the people I mentioned on, at the top. Okay, so there you have it. We have gone over laws number 11 through 15. We have 10 more to go. So we will see you next month with another Pipe Smokers Law Monday Night Smoke. Hope you guys have enjoyed uh, what you've heard and are smoking something you enjoy. I'm going to take the S-pipe and I'm going to go and do some more smoking. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed what you've uh, heard over the last few minutes. If you're willing, please go to iTunes and leave us a review on five-star rating or whatever rating you really like. It would really help us out, and we'd appreciate it if you do that. If you want to get your feedback directly to me, all you have to do is email us directly at maplecitypipecast at gmail.com. If you want to get us on social media, you can always find us on Facebook. We do have a Facebook page available. It is Maple City Pipecast. And if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me personally. I'm at DRAllen201. Or you can follow the show both on Twitter and Instagram at MC Pipecast. Thanks for listening, everybody, and good smokes.
You've been listening to Maple City Pipecast, a member of the Maple City Media Network. For information on this and other shows, please visit maplecitymedia.wordpress.com.